Well, hello there, and welcome back to episode two of the Master Brief podcast. This week, we see several key figures from 343 depart. Infinite split screen co-op glitch gets a deep dive. Infinite shop could soon see some new items. And purchasable Spartan points in MCC gets a final ruling. Plus, we get news on season two of Paramount Plus's Halo show, and we circle back to hit a few stories we missed last week, such as a surprise new Halo project popping up online, and we give our thoughts on the happening event as it nears its end. But before we get into the news, I want to say thanks for dropping in to check out the podcast. My name is War, and I'm joined once again by fellow Spartans Conquest. Hello. And Famine. Hey, hey. Okay, let's start with the obvious big news this week. Major figures leaving 343. So the biggest one, obviously, Bonnie Ross, one of the big three. She was with 343 for 15 years and was with Microsoft for 27 years. And she's not only leaving 343 and Halo, she's leaving the entire industry, which is kind of mind-blowing. She put out a statement on Twitter that said, While I had hoped to stay with Halo until we released the winter update, I'm letting you know I will be leaving 343 and attending to a family medical issue. She's incredibly proud of the work 343 Industries has done with Halo Infinite, the MCC, and the Halo television series, and so much more. It's been an honor to serve alongside the team for 15 years to be a part of the universe that she loves. She says the future is bright, yada yada. Bonnie's responsibilities were being restructured to three different individuals. So it's going to take three people to fill her role. Pierre Hintz, Heinz is now the studio head, which is effective immediately. Brian Kosky is becoming the general manager of the entire franchise. Elizabeth Van Wick will oversee business operations. So Pierre Heinz is a key figure here, becoming the studio head. He was also the person that put MCC back on track. So yeah, I was I was gonna say that. I think he he was uh, he was the head for that the MCC bringing yeah. it back up. It's a so promising that, choice. Yeah, that's good news. I got I got to say he's used to bringing you know dumpster fire games to where they need to be. That said, I don't know if he's saving infinite. Here's the thing: I don't think Halo as a franchise can handle another seven year. We finally got the game to where it needs to be. After seven years, most Halo fans are going to want a new game. Are we going to hold on to Infinite, or are we putting the blocks in place for the next installment? That's the real question. No, you absolutely have to be getting that next installment ready. I, I don't think a there's much plan. hope. I don't think there's much hope for Infinite. You know, it's with the botched launch the only thing that's going to bring people back and it's i mean forge is going to bring people back yes but the bad desync issues uh, and i think those are at like the root of infinite i think it's going to take them way too long to fix that they're better off just jumping right on the next installment and obviously once again we don't she did say she's bonnie's attending to a family medical issue obviously we hope that's not serious and i i truly hope that was just a kind of a human and easy way to step down with some dignity um the question is do either of you believe bonnie stepping down was something that was was well planned well beforehand or it's a you know a forced move based on the backlash they got after they unveiled the roadmap I think it's a bit of both. I think I think it was a planned move ahead of time, but I think the I think the timeline was accelerated. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. What I think, it, well, first off, it's like okay, she's been around for twenty three years, and uh, if she wrote that statement uh, a while ago, they planned it then because uh, you're incredibly proud of three four three and uh, the TV show. Uh, well, good riddance. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you obviously lost your touch. You're not in your prime anymore. Okay. So uh, they're like, yeah, we need to get her out now. 
And here's the thing, and I, part of me truly hopes it wasn't a forced move. So even if it was, say Microsoft came down and said, hey, look, somebody's going to take the fall for this. It's going to be Bonnie. Bonnie is not, no one person is the cause of this problem that we're, we're dealing with, with with the franchise right now, period. Absolutely. Uh, all three of those heads are responsible for what's going on, as well as some of the management under them. Another person who left, who is also part of the problem that I think is really not helping the situation. So today, David Berger left, and he led the development on the Slip Space Engine. He's led the technical department for 343 since Halo 4, and he's also stepping away from the company. We talked about this in episode one. The, the engine, the Slip Space Engine, appears to be a nightmare to work with. So the fact that he's also leaving, these two, like, they're big. They're big-time players to to be leaving the company i don't know if it's the end of it like there we might see more over the coming months what do you guys think i think we will i mean i love frank but at some point the leadership has to take responsibility and not yet have they really said hey look it's a dumpster fire we're sorry they kind of hint around it but there's a bit of arrogance that the community feels from 343 where they just will not admit they've screwed up Ever. I don't even know if they yeah. ever admitted it until years after the fact with MCC and how bad that launch was. And even then, they didn't really say, hey, look, we really screwed up. Uh, I mean, Bonnie went on record to say it broke her heart, you know, shook them all to the core that the split screen co-op and stuff had to be left out of Halo 5 and, you know, never again. And look what happened. They canceled it. So there's there's a level of trust there and it starts at the top, trickling down and they almost need to tear it out from the roots and just put people in leaderships. The first has got to go. Yeah, uh, but also, it's like people being forced out, uh, leaving. It's also like the people under them or the people in charge, hey, they're obviously not getting it done. They're not owning up to the mistakes, for one, and also they're not fixing the mistakes that they're not owning up to. So does anybody have faith in the fan base that, oh, these people that messed this up, are they capable and are they going to fix the problems? Or can we just get them out of here and be like, okay, we're going to give, the fan base is not going to be like, oh, we'll give them a fresh start. The slate's clean or anything. But if somebody knew that was accomplished came in, I would have more faith in the same regime uh, doing the same thing. Yeah, and it's a tricky situation, right? Because you can't, you could gut every employee from 343. And obviously, I think they're skilled developers at 343. I just think they don't know how to handle Halo. Like they could be fans of Halo, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're the best people for the project, right? Um, right. They could be. They could make. They can clearly make good games. It doesn't mean they're, they're the best for Halo right now. Uh, you could completely gut three four three. You bring in all new people. That doesn't mean it's going to solve the problem. You need the right people in there. You need the right fit. I think the it's studio they built. People, yeah, yeah. But at a fresh start, I mean, you're, you, we're going to be dealing with back to square one. Back with you know Halo Combat and Evolved Anniversary levels of learning. You'd need a new engine. You got to get rid of this slip space engine that is essentially just it's the same engine we've had for years and years. They just keep building onto it. I know what they need to do. What I would do is okay. We're getting rid of the. People like there's gonna be fall guys. Maybe that was Bonnie. Maybe not. They probably some people like got kicked out or fired or let go. I guess that were not in the in the light. But I would bring in some OG Bungie people. I understand Bungie like helped with the transition for 343, but bring in some Bungie people that were part of the success of Halo when it was at its peak. And I think through all of this, through the the tribulations that Halo's going through right now, a lot of ex-Halo people, like developers and creators, have kind of voiced opinions on it, and you know, you even have people who have put together artwork and stuff that worked on the original Halo of what it would look like if they made it today. They clearly still have a passion for it. That doesn't mean they want to come back, but you need to find people like that. They have the 
Spirit Halo. I mean, Joseph Staten was one of the originals, but it's veered so far off the course now, I don't even think he can save it. And I don't know if he still has that original vision. You need fresh people. Just swapping studios, I don't even think we'll do it either. I think they had the right idea when they put 343 together originally of, you know, a bunch of Halo fans, but I think they need the proper leadership to rein it in. And I don't think, once again, I don't want anybody to lose their jobs just because they didn't make good Halo games doesn't mean they're not capable of making good games. They're just not right for Halo. And I think it's taken 15 years. But at this point, Microsoft, it's your baby, right? And this falls back on Phil. Like Phil's letting it happen. He should have been in there seeing the progress of what was happening. And, you know, you brought in Joseph Staten, but look where we're at. It's, this is your flagship game, Xbox. You can't let this happen. It's already to a point where a lot of people think it's unsalvageable and that should you should never let it get there. So moving on to the split screen. So after we talked about it in episode one, where they cut the co-op split screen feature, almost immediately after that, you know, the Halo community discovered a way to, originally it was reported you could get split screen working on Series X. From there, it's it's not perfect, um, but it works on every version all the way back to the original Xbox One VCR model. And it works up to four player split screen. Just a little bit of tricking with the UI that technically loads you as like a multiplayer game but you're loading into the campaign the real question is why did they cancel it if it's this far along and i have some theories i have two theories on it but i would like to know your guys thoughts of the fact that it's in here and it's working and it's working like it should like i said there are some some visual glitches here and there there's some stuff that like some save file glitches and stuff from what i understand and there's some things like oh you know if i'm player one it's the middle of the day for me but player two could be in the middle of the night it looks weird right there's visual bugs and stuff happening but the game is playable and i'm seeing a lot of the community like up in arms like well why didn't they release it look how close this is i would have been fine with just this just don't make me glitch into it right so like i said i have a couple thoughts but i would like to know why you guys think it was canceled if it was that far along i think the community would have been exactly the opposite had they come out with a super buggy split screen the community would have just been like oh what the heck is this 343 what are you doing there's so many bugs in this it's almost unplayable but when they do it themselves when they when they glitch into that split screen scenario they're like hey look at us look how close this is to being finished and i think all of those little glitches and bugs that you're talking about would take too much manpower for them to fix at this point when they should be focusing on their multiplayer right what i was gonna say is like first off no games really have any split screen this ain't 2005 anymore and it's like oh who's gonna who really cares about it who really is gonna play split screen two people on one console like no games really it's very small that percentage of games do that and also like going back to what bama said it's like i think the main reason is this game got pushed back it already had a start date and it got pushed back a release date is what i mean and they were working on that and then the release date got pushed back and they're like we haven't finished the game in multiplayer or maps or just mechanics and everything but you guys are working on the layout and trying to get rid of the glitches and everything in split screen co-op like so they just scrapped it even they were working on it the release date got pushed back they're not making their deadline get rid of that so we can get the game out on the second release date pushback release date yeah. it's almost and it's almost a promising thing that the split screen has gotten pushed back so far that they're just canceling it now because they're prioritizing other things which in my opinion they should be oh people right. people people are livid about it we are in the minority here however i think it's this is one of those things i think it's a vocal minority that that want it but they're it's not gonna be used as much as the blowback is and it 
Feynman, you hit on what I think. One of my two things is, I think there's two things here. I think firstly, I think they've been working on it for over a year. It's still not perfect. As a community, you're seeing all these videos talking about, hey, we're on board with what this is right now. Just release it to us. It's good enough. Let us do it. But the cold hard truth is the Halo community is never satisfied with good enough. In fact, sometimes things release perfectly and people still hate it. They just like hating on stuff. So we say it's fine now. And had they released it how the, it currently was, I agree, there would have been massive blowback with the slightest things. And people would have been, you'd see the same videos of, oh, they lied to us. They're not delivering what they promised us. All those articles and stuff would still be popping up. I think uh, I think we're kind of lying to ourselves if we think the current version would have released and it would have satisfied the community. It's just we attack every little thing 343 puts out. And I think that that mentality of the, the vocal negative community has come back to bite us a little bit. And now they're not going to release anything that they think is going to give them any kind of blowback at a time when they were already talking about things that they knew was delayed more. And I think the split screen is kind of a casualty of that mindset that the community has. It's super cutthroat. Yeah, I I do disagree to some like degree on that though because like anything they put out is going to get criticized. People are going to ha hate it no matter what or like it or be fine with it. And it's like okay, they're not making deadline. Split screen gets canceled, I guess at this point it seems. And and then it was like on your point was they didn't want to send anything out that's going to get blowback. But then they're spending their time recreating the same guns but renaming them and changing playlist name for no reason at all. It's like you knew SWAT getting taken out and making attack flare was going to get blowback. Like anybody in the room in that board meeting knew. And, but they were like, this is our game now. So it's like, I think they just pick and choose. Like fans are going to deal with it. They're just going to have to deal with it. Like, sorry. And, but me saying that also, it's like, no, we can't get 343 to say sorry, can we? No. And that kind of leads into my second theory. And I think, once again, this is a conspiracy theory. I think they knew the blowback from that announcement and that roadmap was going to be bad. I think they knew things were going to go south. And if they knew that this shakeup was coming, like they knew Bonnie was leaving, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. I think they could have set themselves up for a future easy win. Uh, let the community rage over this cancellation. In the short term, Bonnie's on her way out anyway. She leaves. Let the new faces step in. Boom. You got new heads in there. They reannounce, hey, we're going to bring back split screen co-op, right? It's already almost finished. All we have to do, do that. Put it out there. It's working. You know, even if you release it in the state, according to the community, good enough right now. Right off the bat, they've saved a feature that, you know, the, the previous heads said, hey, we're not doing it anymore. If it truly is that close to being ready to ship anyway, it's a it's an easy early win and makes these new heads look good. It's like the perfect deception. That's tinfoil hat conspiracy, but I think it would work. I think it would totally, people would completely be on board with it and give the credit to these new heads that are stepping in. I can see that. I can, I can, I can get behind that conspiracy. Yeah, that's enough split screen talk, though. Like I said, we talked about it the first week. It's not a feature we use, but in the in the week since episode one, I have seen a lot of people, for instance, Ackman said he's not even going to play Halo Infinite, period, until until they put split screen in the game on the basis of even if he's not going to use it, he's tired of the company lying to us. And I think there is some merit to that. But at the same time, if the game is good and it's missing one feature, you know, I don't think we need to have that much tunnel vision. That's just me. We'll see what the future brings. So I do want to talk about promo items being incorporated into the infinite shop so sketch posted a question on twitter putting out some feelers to the community see how everyone would react to promo items appearing in the shop and by that he said 
Halo Infinite has had quite a few marketing partnerships around the world that included unique cosmetics. There's no plans either way at this moment, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on potentially making some of this content available via the in-game shop and other vectors. So this is something I saw a ton of blowback. Like nobody wants this to happen. They don't want, so like the Chips Ahoy variant to the armor and things like the shiny purple glitter armor coating you got for the nail polish and stuff like that. The monster energy stuff, the rock star stuff stuff that we you know we all went and bought a bunch of cans for should it be available in the shop yes or no and why so i have no problem with that kind of stuff being available in the shop because guess what i'm not gonna buy it and i don't care if other people are wearing it you know they can they can support those reps as long as with this with this caveat the armor is done tastefully and in the canonical halo form well this isn't new stuff this is stuff that's already in there and I mean, right. like that stuff is is fine. I I mean, most of that stuff, I I don't think I've seen any off the wall like sponsored Halo gear. You know, yeah, it might have a logo on it, or it just might be their their colors or whatever. But it's it's, it's not. Colors. Yeah, it's typically colors, which I'm fine with. I'm Conquest fine with that. is someone I know. You you and I both went out and bought the rock stars and everything. Do you have a problem with people being able to? to own that stuff now that did not jump in on the promotion. Oh, like a limited time? Yes, I do have a problem with it. Uh, With limited time stuff? Yeah, sorry you missed out on it. What was the point of us getting it in the first place then? What was the point for limited time stuff? Like, oh, it's available this week. We grind something all week. And then that's like one of my pet peeves in video games. I grind it. They're like, only available one time. And we grind something out for a two-week period and it's over. And we're like, we barely got it. We spent five hours a day for five days straight grinding something out or getting this for a limited time we had to go like and do that we put hours in put the whatever effort in getting that and then stuff's available uh, yep. lim- that's for limited time stuff i have a problem with like what was the point it's kind of like oh yeah you got me again because what's the point of me getting something that's supposed to be exclusive for you to turn around a week later a month later six months later and it not be exclusive that's what it'd be like you have like trading cards or anything collectible and then after a year of it oh this is one of ten. Oh, and you got one and you're like i have one of ten it's worth ten thousand dollars let's say and then a year later they're like we're making it was so popular and everybody wants to get it so we're giving it to everybody like it defeats the purpose and gets rid of the value yeah okay okay so 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 maybe i misunderstood i did too. but i i, I agree said, yeah i agree with with that portion of it with what you just said conquest i agree if there is an actual like promotion where you can get the armor and then they sell the armor in the store in the shop in the in-game shop no i don't like that if they have promotional gear in the shop that is only available in the shop i'm fine with that no yeah yeah yeah, no these are promo items through other partnerships like like it is very much like the monster energy like the rock star yeah so instead of instead of going out and buying four packs of monsters and getting your game codes and redeeming the armor uh yeah no if that if that item is going to be available in the store no i don't like that i don't agree i don't and i don't put that on famine for misunderstanding because i misunderstood as well because when famine was originally answering the first time i was like uh, me and famine are on the same page i totally agree and then he said oh i know conquest and me did the limited time thing and i was thinking yeah that's right I, but i thought it was stuff just being in the store and then being able to get glitter stuff we've had effects in reach and stuff lightning we, where you earn yeah you had, i don't have a problem as long as it, we're not going like like it'd be a gundam or we're going out of the box like with some crazy stuff they're getting like a bullhead 
or something like that for the helmet or something like that, I have no problem with, with getting stuff in the store. But when it comes to limited time, yeah, you get it in the limited time. It, it, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And honestly, I'm, one of the I'm one of the torn. first things one of the first things that I thought about when you when you said promo stuff, honestly, I, the first thing that came to my mind was like HCS gear. And I don't even yeah. know if that would count as promo. You're still No, that was only a season one thing and now they, they've rotated that stuff out for a different set of stuff. I think it's like Warthog stuff now. No, this is specifically like the Monster Energy drinks and stuff. So I'm super conflicted, and I'll explain why. Yes, I mean, Conquest and I went out, we bought cases of Rockstar and Monster and everything, and (laughs) Pop-Tarts and everything. We go all in. Like, I want the stuff. I'm a completionist, right? But there is stuff we miss, like the Chips Ahoy stuff and stuff. I couldn't find it anywhere, right? So now I have two options. Either suck it up, I'm never going to get it, even though I didn't know about it and couldn't get it where I am, or I can give you 10 bucks in the store to get it now, or even 20 bucks. You know, as a completionist, I want to be able to get that stuff. I've missed it, and it wasn't my fault. It was this weird promotion you ran that didn't come around here, right? So I get screwed, and now I never have a chance to get it. So that part of me is like, well, yeah, it should be in the store. But then the part of me is like, well, no, I have, there's already so limited options to kind of customize yourself, set yourself apart from the other Spartans in the game. It's like, okay, if everything is available for everybody, you're limiting the field again. So what was the point of even having it in there? And then you have the, you know, the argument of, I can give them 10 bucks to make the game better, or I can pay somebody $35 because they're selling the code on eBay, or I can go waste $40 on cookies and and monster energy drink who deserves the money more really for the skin (laughs) you know what i mean who deserves the money it's that's where i'm conflicted we're gonna answer this right yeah go ahead yeah i don't know who deserves the money more uh like oh the person or the company or you know what product or whatever but i will say this like yeah it's bittersweet it's like oh on one side like you're saying on one side it's there was a promotion like there was the one promotion i can't remember exactly what it's for but it was a year before the game released because they pushed the release date back and it only went for two weeks and then they canceled the promotion so we only we don't have that emblem that only was like for two weeks it was i can't remember what it was for but it was like oh that's not available but we got we try to get everything else and it's kind of like oh i'd really like to have that and it comes up in the store and you're like okay but that means that somebody who did all the get stuff it in. that i all the stuff that i grinded for that i didn't ha- i didn't get that one item but i have 99 percent of other items now everybody else can get the 99 percent, and it's like oh that should be fair i think i grinded that hard for my 99 percent. i'll spend the 30 dollars on that one code to get that one item to get my 100 percent. y'all didn't grind and spend that money and go out to you know, the mall or Walmart or wherever it may be. Like, I'll spend, if I want something and I need that one item, I'll spend the extra money. Y'all don't get to get get the, I grinded for it. Y'all don't get to go in the store and grab 99% of the stuff you missed out on because you're lazy. The thing is, it's already a limited time thing. And this came into play, like I bought the Fotis armor for Halo 4. It looked like trash, but it was super unique. And you could only get that armor if you bought the Halo 4 360 console, right? It was the only thing. You couldn't get it any other way. I had it. I used it specifically because, oh, I paid 300 or whatever it was for this console and it set me apart. Then MCC comes out. It's available for everybody. So it's always a limited time thing anyway. They're never going to lock anything away ever. Yeah, it, the, the, the real problem that I have when it comes to limited time time stuff exclusive stuff is i understand okay if you're gonna bring it into the store okay fine then we know we don't have to grind for it at some point we can get it in the and and that's fine if it's going to be that way then as a completionist you can go in at 
oh, it's available right now in season one, week two. Okay, but I can wait until season two, week four, and it'll be there. Like, I understand that. But what the problem is, being a completionist, as uh, I used to be and as you are, War, it's kind of like the the different stores. Like, Best Buy has one. Amazon's got one. Walmart's got one. That means i got to buy three consoles to get... A skin, get blue, a blue skin for the mag, for the uh, whatever it's not the Magnum, and for the AR, and for the sniper rifle. That's kind of messed up. Yeah, it is. That's console. That's consoles that are giving exclusive skins to certain weapons. Yeah, it, it just I think they need to tone it down. I think this is kind of the nature of the beast of the the industry. They need to stop having so many of these promotions. Like one or two promotions isn't terrible, right? Especially if it's something like, hey, drink three monsters and you know get a skin. It's when it's multiple different things with multiple different things in all areas of food and nail polish and energy drinks. When it gets to be that much, it's like, okay, you're stretching too thin. You've thought way too much into this and then look at the state of the game you you were focused and your priorities wrong i don't know i'm torn on it you guys have kind of swung me back to no they shouldn't offer it but i don't know it's an interesting one and i think the general consensus is no they most of the community does not want them available but i don't know i, I have more to say oh go ahead go ahead what i would say is it's like anybody that has a problem like has a problem with like it, it not being available and it's like oh it should be available i missed out on it it's kind of like Let's, if we take it out of just skins or something, it's like, okay, you, I grinded for this. I went and did this at the right time and got this. I earned this. In a different perspective, oh, I've worked here at my job for 10 years, and I got these accomplishments and these raises at this time, you know, at year two, year five, whatever, whatever it may be. And then you come in, and you're in year 10, and then they're just like, you're in year one, I'm in year 10, and they're just like, everybody is going to be right here together on the same level, same accomplishments, same pay and everything. It's like, no, that's not fair. That's not right. Yeah. No, I see that argument. Yeah, I think you guys have swung me back to it shouldn't be available. So now we're going to shift over to the microtransactions within MCC. The decision did come down whether or not there will be purchasable Spartan points and if they're going to make their way into the Master Chief Collection. We talked about this in episode one. Um, in a post titled Future Factors, 343 stated they can confirm that they will not be further pursuing purchasable Spartan points in the MCC. That is a direct quote. I'm going to read it again because I have some, some concerns about the language. Can confirm we will not be further pursuing purchasable Spartan points for MCC. Now, that wording does not say they never going to implement microtransactions in any way and that is kind of how it's being taken of hey we beat microtransactions in mcc that ain't what they said they said no purchasable spartan points for all we know they could put five dollar armor you know suit in the exchange for real money what do you guys think about that you think that's shady wording or you think it is shady wording it's it's lawyer speak but i don't think they're going to jump into the microtransactions right away i mean they they might in the future maybe this topic will come up again in a year or two but i think it would be very unwise for them to go ahead with the microtransactions in mcc i think the community feedback was highly negative for microtransactions, and I think they listened to the community, but instead of saying no microtransactions, they went with that little loophole there, and maybe in the future it's going to come I'll, back up. I'll be honest, I'm a little disappointed. Um, it's it's made me get back on MCC. Not that there's been all that much to play 
other than grinding more Spartan points, even though I've got everything, I have to now keep a bank of Spartan points to make sure I can get everything every week in the exchange. I just don't think you should be, I would have rather paid the $10 and got, you know, 25 Spartan points or whatever to not have to continue to play this game. And yeah, I could miss the stuff, but we already talked about it. I'm a completionist. I don't want to miss out. So I have to maintain at least 10 points a week to make sure I can get everything from the exchange. And now I'm running that and Halo Infinite. I don't know. I think it's it's a lot. I know a lot of people didn't like it. I didn't hate it. So I don't think microtransactions are going to come either. But I did want to note that based on lawyer speak, I think people are celebrating in a way that they could easily, you know, just loophole sidestep around that and nobody can say a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really all the the mainline game talk we have. So let's step into the super exciting news. Uh, Paramount Plus's season two of Halo has officially begun. It was confirmed by Paramount's Twitter and with a picture of the Spartans throwing up peace signs in front of a river. It looked kind of a, like a gloomy backdrop. It's being filmed in Iceland and Budapest, but still no release date that I saw anywhere of season two. Who's excited for that? Did either of you finish the first season? I don't think I ever finished the finale. I watched the whole thing i remember probably 75 percent of it except for the final episode and i watched it yeah. i think i fell asleep like twice i've nice i stopped like three episodes the, the last Same. thing i remember was i'm gonna call him john i refuse to call him chief because he's not chief to me standing in the field with the girl and it looked like they were gonna kiss i think things spiraled Big time after that episode, but that was the last thing I watched. But in good news for the seven fans of the show, the first season will be available on November 15th in a limited edition 4K Ultra HD Steelbook. And then you got, you know, the normal 4K, Blu-ray, DVD, all that, as well as releasing on all digital platforms on November 7th. So the package includes nine episodes of the show, plus five hours of additional special features, including 75 minutes of exclusive behind-the-scenes content. So that's there for the people that want it. It's hard for me not to buy the steelbook thing i still want to support halo but to me that show veered so far off that it ain't halo i have a, I have a question uh, for you war if they okay. had if they had a funko pop of of master chief's ass would you buy it mm, that, that's gonna be a hard one to explain on the shelf you know <laughs> my kid comes in here he's like hey what's what's this funko pop of this why is I mean, my kid, you know, he don't know how to say much. He'd be like, hey, why is Halo's butt sticking out? I'm like, okay, first off, kid, his name's not Halo. That's Master Cheeks. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It'd be hard to explain. It, you know, if they did like a limited run of like 100 or 250 of those things, yeah, I'd buy it. And yeah, I wouldn't be and proud of it. Yeah, and they'd be pissed off when a year later they're like, it's now See, we're looping back. <laughs> yep, we loop back. Here we go. Uh <laughs> Sorry to all the people that bought one of the 200 exclusive limited number for $1,000 a piece. But, um, yeah, there's going to be 200000 made around the world. Oh, my goodness. And the subtle transaction back into the show. Uh, I'm probably still going to watch that train wreck. Um, uh, part, part, of me, part of me says, no, don't watch it. Don't give them the support. But the other part is like, I just want to see. How bad so I, this I agree. Gets. Uh, the, the question is, are they going to take any feedback from the show? Or are they going to be just as bullheaded as 343 is with the game and just think that the show's perfect um, and that the fans don't know what they're talking about? That's my real question, is if the writing has veered any closer to the actual story that people want. I'm going to say probably no. But I do think, especially when the show comes out, I think before the show comes out, the three of us need to rewatch 
and review, give our thoughts on each episode of season one, and then we'll review, you know, every episode of season two as they air. And I do not want to sit through it, but I will. It's like watching something you love just be butchered in front of you. But hey, at the same time, it is still Halo, and I've been fighting for this show for years, and I think that's why it hurts so bad that the show turned out the way it did. But... Getting off of that, the last topic I have is actually some good news. It's a surprise Halo project that popped up last week. Um, we missed it due to the issues that was going on last week, but I did still want to, I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to give it some attention. It's a fan project called Halo Reborn. We only got a five minute or so video on it, but it did look interesting graphically. In my opinion, it looks more akin to something like Reach. It didn't look mind blowing or anything like infinite. Um, I don't, you know, the graphics are, they're being built on the MCC engine. But did either of you watch the Halo Re- Reborn trailer? I did watch that gameplay video. I uh, did not see it. I was, it, to me, it looked a lot more like Halo 2, possibly 3, graphically. So just to fill Conquest in. So the trailer was from, it was essentially the beginning of Mission 2 of the original Halo. So this isn't a new game. They're remaking Halo 1. It was the beginning of Halo where they crash land on the ring for the first time. Take your first few steps. I noticed immediately they removed some things and change the terrain uh in a way that i don't know is a good decision so typically you have that long bridge where bungie crafted that moment so that it was wide open on both sides you looked up you saw the ring it's an iconic moment they took that out it's just kind of a trek across the river and then you go up the hill you're shooting elites it's an odd decision to take that out but they're making it their own they stated the environments are getting a complete makeover using photogrammetry whatever that is as well as there being unique missions with a larger scope than the original this time around the changes in the terrain for people that have played that game a lot they were they were pretty clearly noticeable right off the rip they also showed off some new weapons so the carbine was in there obviously that wasn't in halo combat evolved the battle rifle as well they also previewed some new stuff that they created themselves um one was called the snapper auto turret which was essentially a mobile turret that they threw down i think didn't halo 4 have a turret something similar like it was an armor ability didn't sit on the ground though i think that floated oh, yeah. just like a, a sentry turret kind of thing. yeah yeah i think it was called the sentry turret um so they they he had that he threw it down it was doing some like auto shooting and the developers did state that it auto targets enemies and once it breaks you can actually pick it up and use it as a wieldable light machine gun kind of cool they're taking some risks like i said it's all being built on the mcc framework it looks like just a fun remix of the original halo right now clearly a labor of love being put together by fans that just love the franchise and and I think it's a good thing, good news at a time when 343 and Microsoft kind of don't have a lot of faith from the community in Halo. So, that you know, we're kind of taking it in our own hands. Hopefully 343 and Microsoft don't shut it down, especially after being sour after, you know, the roadmap reactions. I think this, <laughs> I think that five minute video generated more excitement and good faith from the community from what I saw than the official plans. So if you haven't checked out the trailer, I would head over to YouTube and check it out. The channel itself is titled Halo Reborn as well as the game. Give them a thumbs up, give them a follow. Really, Halo's nothing without the community. So I wanted to make sure we brought it up here. Got to go above and beyond for creators that are, you know, doing their best to support the franchise and hold it up against all odds right now. It definitely it looks, looks cool. like they, some, they, they put in some work. Yeah. And finally, I want to give our thoughts on the happening as it's drawing to a close. Uh, we played a lot of it, more than I wanted to. So, Good it's an event that, <laughs> so it is an event that I'm seeing nothing but pure positivity for this thing. And I think that's awesome. YouTube videos all gushing over it. Even the comment sections, everybody's gushing over it. 
with that said, it's just not for me. Clearly, it's not for Phantom either. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am happy that people are having a good time with it. I did see Mint Blitz put out a video today talking about the skill ma skill based matchmaking in it being much looser in that playlist. From my experience, that hasn't been the case. Yesterday, we ran into five games where we were just trying. I needed one more win to get the weekly, and all five games, it was it came down to five point spreads. That is super balanced, especially with that many people playing. But you know, I'm happy to see the positivity hit the game. Any news that the community likes, I'm, I'm happy for it. It's just not for me. What's what are y'all's thoughts on the game mode? I would have, I probably would have liked the game mode much better if the desync wasn't. So such an issue. I know in one particular game, I had like four or five headshots with the sniper rifle, and I don't even know if those shots broke armor. I got the audio cue for, for hit markers, and I got the visual cue for the hit marker, and it doesn't even look like the enemy Spartan shield breaks. Uh, it was just incredibly frustrating for me, especially since in that Fiesta game mode, I would spawn with that sniper rifle once every two games, and I'd, I'd finally get it, and I couldn't even use it correctly. So desync is still my biggest issue the people that listen to this podcast are gonna hate you because i think every topic so far tonight you've brought up desync hey that is the biggest issue with halo infinite that is my number one the desync it's a big one uh, it's not even I've it's not even it, the content drought it's it's not even no forge it is the desync if you fix the core up. issue of halo that everything else we, will fall into place we typically, most nights, other than, you know, the spikes in the desync, I forget what it's called, packet loss that we see pop up. Typically, I'm, you know, I'm sub 20 ping. And especially in the yapping playlist, you know, I was hovering around 70 to 80. Most games never got below that. And it, it has to be the nature of how many people are in there. Just my ping was always at least 20 higher than what it is in a player. Conquest, what are your thoughts on the happening? Uh, I don't hate it. It's just not my mode, my game type, really. It's just I didn't play much of it. Uh, people are excited. Uh, good for them. I'm glad everybody's happy. More people are happy. It's just not me. Not my thing. I agree. Um, they did say uh, people are talking about they're they're trying to find a way to make it a permanent thing. I don't think it needs to be a permanent thing. I think you make it a permanent thing, it takes the fun away from it. We already have Fiesta. It's just a bigger version of Fiesta. Yeah, just make it um, a rotational playlist. I think... Take a slot for if, a rotational. That's all you need to do. Yeah, and if skill-based matchmaking is truly looser, and that's why it's more fun, why aren't we just doing that in all the other game modes? If that's what's making it fun, it should be no different playing that than it would be just playing normal Fiesta with a little bit looser skill-based matchmaking. Man, I we, could I could go off on some tangents right now about skill based matchmaking, but well, I think I do want we'll to I do want to bring up yeah. one thing. I do, yeah yeah so almost in a direct response, and I don't know if it's because of the backlash of this competitive thing that you know we talked about in episode one, um, but Bungie did come out and noted that they were loosening their skill based matchmaking for a more fun multiplayer experience, and that was this week. Such it kind of blows my mind because it was so on the heels of you know. Halo's mess. It was almost like them saying F you. Game should be fun. Can't confirm or deny that, but it is it is pretty weird that they come out and announce that right after, you know, the mess and the backlash they got for saying Halo is supposed to be this hyper competitive thing. That's all the news I have this week. A little bit shorter. A little bit shorter this time. 
not a lot going on. Like I said, uh, we don't want to speak too much on the bad news of people losing their jobs and, and stepping away from the company. Obviously, once again, I hope everybody's health and everything is good and everybody you know lands on their feet, finds a job, making a game they want to make if they're not having fun with Halo because I think that will benefit their life as well as the life of Halo. Anything you guys want to bring up before we end this thing? I think I'm good. Yeah. Again, let's say they say this one thing is available at this one time, <laughs> and you work hard. You get off work. You call off your vacation mode, and then you get it, and you're like, oh, yes, I've got it. And everybody else is so like, oh, my God. Oh my God, he's got it. And I'm like, yeah, I got it. You know, everybody went to my friend. They're like, oh, you never seen a skin like that before. You know, he's got the limited time yeah. Hayabusa. Yeah, <laughs> it's got flames on it. They're like, yeah, what's up? I mean, that's it's essentially what the. I mean, yeah, circling back to that, that's essentially what the events are. You know, they they give you the small windows, but the thing is, they rotate the events in so many times i don't know if they're ever they never have cut off an event right they're always planning them so speaking of it's not hayabusa i forget what it's called and in infinite it's the same kind of samurai style armor if they cut that off right now uh and a new player steps in tomorrow they could never get the tenrai event stuff should that be offered in the store probably not you weren't here year one so it's the same thing if you just look at it look at a different game like fortnite you're not getting Fortnite skins from season one, and those are very valuable. People sell those, like on uh, with the e sites and eBay and all this stuff for hundreds of dollars for a certain skin that was in season one. They don't rotate those in. They would with anything. You can put it with anything, anything va- of value. They cut even like shoes, trading cards, anything, artwork. Let's say they just said, "Oh yeah, well here's the Mona Lisa. Oh yeah, we made it. Actually, there's uh there's like ten thousand more copies, exactly the same. They're all th- authentic. All worth the same amount of money. Yeah, and and that money now that they're worth is uh dropped thirty thousand percent. Jeez. You know, of all the topics we talked about today, who would have thought that that one little thing as just a feeler from sketch was going to be the one that conquest is fired up over that's funny it's just that's the halo community i think think it's a winning argument too it's like i grinded for this oh we're just going to give everybody no you weren't here no hey oh it's the same thing as like we win the championship oh you get a participation nah you were sixth place you ain't getting no trophy get out of here All right. Well, we're we're at now officially over time. So with that, we are at the end of the episode. Next week, we'll get into more news as it occurs. Hopefully, no more layoffs. But we do want to thank everybody for hanging out. No and that's what this happened with Halo. Is, is that your sign off? <laughs> that's gonna be your sign off. You know, I was I was gonna say that's that's what happened with Halo, but you know, it, it didn't come out that's, that way. Oh, nah, that really. sucks. Uh, I hate <laughs> God. So anyway, no poll this week. Uh, Famine ran in some trouble posting the polls. So it's not allowed. It's Canceled. not a yeah, not allowed polls, to do. Evidently. Um, you know, we get some more followers, so we'll be able to post them. But until then, we're gonna hold off on the polls. And in the meantime, this has been the Master Brief Podcast. We'll see you next week. Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> <laughs>